Faith, family, freedom, hope, and opportunity. You're listening to Freedom Rings. I'm your host, Senator Marsha Blackburn. Thank you all for joining us for another episode of Freedom Rings. And today, our guest is someone who is one of the most successful self-made women in America. And she is the founder and CEO of Crown Bakeries, which is headquartered in Nashville, Tennessee. This is a company that is highly successful and produces over 7 million baked goods every day. And they're serving customers at McDonald's, Five Guys, and Pepperidge Farms, just to name a few. And she has become known as the Bun Lady. Her name is Cordia Harrington, and we are thrilled to have her with us today. She is truly a freedom-loving American, and I know that you all are going to just be so inspired by her career. So, Cordia, everything is going great in your business today, and I'm thrilled you're going to share a few things with our podcast audience. So, talk a little bit about your career journey. Oh, thanks, Marsha. It's great to see you and to be on Freedom Rings. I am truly blessed to be living an American dream. Having grown up wearing my cousin's hand-me-downs, I didn't ever dream that I would own a large business that served baked goods all over uh, the United States. And you got part of that right, the $7 million, but it's $17 million a day. Oh, my so- goodness. We've grown a lot since we last spoke. Um, we'll, in the next week, we'll be adding our 10th plant. And we are so fortunate that we get to be a part of making memories in so many families' lives in so many different restaurants and grocery stores. It's been a lot of fun. Well, you're just really a prime example of the American dream. And you mentioned uh, the American dream in your comments there. And I know that you grew up in a family that was a hardworking family. And they helped you to develop what I think is one of the most impressive work ethics that there that I have ever seen. The perseverance that you bring to the job, uh, the unique perspective that you have on how women can build their careers. So talk a little bit of, more about that unique perspective that you have of the American dream? Well, Marcia, I'm a believer that um, we are so fortunate to live in America where literally anything we can think of can happen if we work hard enough and sacrifice and are persistent and enthusiastic as we undertake um, our goals. And for me, My boys were one, three, and five when I found myself divorced, and survival was my motivator. I needed to figure out how to finance uh, my 
living expenses, how to care for my sons with no child support coming in. And it became a very strong drive. How can I make enough money to live so I can spend more time with my boys? And that journey led me from real estate, which is, which is what I was doing at the time in Russellville, Arkansas. And for, you know, everybody has a friend or a relative in the real estate business. You realize that that's nights and weekends. So when I sold a home to the McDonald's franchisee that moved to town to Russellville, I saw that they had quality time with their families on the weekends and at night. And I thought, well, gosh, that's for me. So I applied to buy a McDonald's. And Marcia, did you ever work in a restaurant growing up? I did not work in a restaurant. Oh, well, let me tell you. I think I was the biggest, the, the biggest surprise for me was while I looked at their lifestyle and thought they had nights and weekends off, the reality was when you're in the restaurant business, it's a 24-7 job, especially when you've got 217-year-olds working for you. So I, I learned that I didn't, didn't reach my goal of spending more time with my kids until I became a baker. And my first customer was McDonald's. I built my first bakery in Dixon, Tennessee. And again, the drive was about quality time, not so much money. It just was, I thought if I had this bakery and I had quality people working for me, I could be off on nights and weekends with my sons. Well, I just love the fact that it was quality time that drove you. And I think that's one of the things that is so important, especially to women. What you want is to achieve your version of the American dream, not something that the government hands you, but something that you choose for your family and uh, something that, that suits you. And that's why most women I find everybody's version of what is their American dream is going to be a little bit different. Have you found that? Oh, absolutely. And by the way, I want to thank you for co-sponsoring the bill, Drive Safe Act S-659, because I think this will allow women and men, young people getting out of high school that want to get into transportation and trucking to jump into their career. And right now they're being held back and have to wait till they're 21 years or older. So, you know, it's, it's bills like this that say yes, not no to opportunities for people that make a difference. Well, you're right about that. And it does make a, a difference. Another thing that makes a difference in the lives of women is having successful role models. And um, for our podcast audience, I think it's important for them to know you have never shied away from mentoring women and helping them to get started and figuring out how to work a career path. But you have truly been and continue to be a wonderful and inspirational role model. Talk a little bit about how you have chosen to mentor people and how you take that time 
to serve as a role model? Well, Marcia, I, I believe that my business has, has been my ministry. And there have always been three objectives that I've had. One is to create opportunities. Two is make a difference. And three, impact lives. And by doing those three things, that's been my mission and my goal all along. I believe that's the reason the business has flourished. And the reason that I've gone from being a um, divorced single mom, growing up wearing my cousin's hand-me-downs to making the Forbes list of the top 100 self-made women last year is because my focus was on helping other people be the best they could be. I believe God calls us all uh, to help others see their potential and become all that they can be. And by doing so, we all get better. It, it gives us all more opportunities. And through mentoring, many times people will have an idea or a dream and they just need somebody to go, you can do it. Give them that hope or give them that example that you're just a normal person that reached an extraordinary life. I belong to a group called YPO, Young Presidents Organization. And I remember back in 90, let's see, it was 2003, my little business in Effingham, Illinois was doing about 3 million in gross sales at the time. And I believe my net profits were under a million dollars annually. And I was seated in a room with a guy that we felt like was the most successful in, in our organization. And I said, when's enough's enough? And he said, well, I dream one day. Uh, he said, I, I was really hopeful to be able to make a million dollars a month. And now I'm trying to figure out how to make a million dollars a day. Well, Marsha, that light went off in my head because he was as normal as you and me. And the fact that he had achieved a million a month net profit and was angling for a million a day net profit just opened my eyes to, oh, my gosh, if he can do that, maybe I can do that. And, and so many times when we mentor people, it's about helping them see that they really can achieve those dreams and they really can uh, become financially successful so they can support those initiatives that are important to them and their families. Well, and you've done that in such an admirable way. And when we talk about you as one of the top self-made women, women in America. Of course, you've mentored people. There are people that mentored you and walked alongside you. But then also you have prioritized ethics in all of your work and in your business. So touch on that for our audience. That's, that is a loaded question. I could talk for hours on that because <laughs> I believe that, um, your word is your bond. And when I first built my first bakery, it was a $15 million investment. And McDonald's wasn't as concerned about me knowing the baking business as they were knowing that my word could be trusted. Because at the time that they gave me the business, 
It was a handshake agreement. And they had always had a handshake agreement with their suppliers. We call it the golden handshake. So that gave me the foundation that my word was the most important thing that I could give somebody. And if I said I was going to do something, by gosh, I got it done and I could be counted upon. That resonated deep and long with me. And I've tried to pass that along. We're only as good as our word. And then if we say we're going to do something and we run across hiccups or problems or barriers, we have to be resourceful about how to get around it, get over it, get through it, um, and to trust our internal instincts. I think we all have that little voice inside of us that tell us when something feels right or it's too good to be true or that person you know, there's a concern about a person. We need to listen to that little voice inside of us when making decisions, whether it's on hiring somebody or whether to do a business deal with somebody else. So I think being true to our word, listening to our gut instincts and being persistent and resourceful when we're going to all have problems. There, it's, it's about having the ability to look past the immediate problem to the bigger goal and, and plowing through and, and jumping around issues and, and continuing to, to be resourceful until you get the project finished. Well, I, I think that that is good advice for everyone that is um, thinking about starting a business or trying to um, to find that way to take that first step in developing a product or, or or opening an office and having your word be your bond. One thing that I know about you that our podcast audience probably does not is that you have been generous with your time and your resources with the with a lot of charitable organizations, you spend a good bit of time giving back to others and to the community. Why is that so important to you? Mm. Thanks for that question, Marsha. You do as well. So um, uh, I really respect that about you. You know, for me, I was the first of my family to go to college. So I have spent uh quite a bit of money uh, offering scholarships through our sorority, Chi Omega, which we're sisters in Chi Omega, University of Arkansas, where I graduated, and Belmont. And I believe we fund about 70 scholarships a year um, to these different organizations. I love to focus on international studies because for me, my very first plane ride was in college when I went to Japan to be an exchange student for a semester. And that just opened my eyes so much that if I can give a scholarship to somebody else and it broaden their horizons like mine were broadened, uh, you know, I'm just so glad I can do that for somebody. So it's, it's, it's been um, fun. You know, I invest in people 
in the same way that some experiences broaden my horizons and made me a better leader and a better person. And that is a good, solid insight. Let me ask you this. What does freedom mean to you? Freedom means opportunity. Freedom means uh, no limits. When you say freedom, it says to me that if I'm willing to put in the time and the effort, uh, then it's up to me what my future looks like. And that's the greatest thing about America. And that is what we have to continue to fight for, for, the, for our kids and our grandkids to have the opportunities that we've been blessed with. Well, certainly we have been blessed and you are taking your time and energy to bless so many others and certainly our podcast audience today and being able to hear your story. Before I let you go, though, I've got to ask you, what is the secret to the perfect bun? (laughs) Do you know that every single bun We measure 38 characteristics from symmetry to coloring to coloration to number of sesame seeds to the porosity on the inside. So I can tell you, Marsha, it takes a lot to make the perfect bun. (laughs) Well, keep making them because we certainly enjoy your product. All 17 million baked goods a day, which is phenomenal. And to our audience, Thank you so much for joining us for another Freedom Rings. And I know you'll want to know more about the incredible Cordia Herring. Thank you for listening to this episode of Freedom Rings. You can follow me on Twitter at Vote Marsha, Facebook at Marsha Blackburn for Senate, and on Instagram at Team Marsha. And you can always find us online at MarshaBlackburn.com. The Freedom Rings podcast is edited and produced by Jared Cummings. Executive producers are Conservative Partnership Center and Marsha Blackburn. Together, we make Freedom Rings.